Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the second episode of Down Syndrome Radio. Uh, Mark Owens, and I'm here with my friend Jason Kosky. Hey, Jason. Hey, how's it going? And we're here to share our experiences uh, as parents of, uh, of young sons with Down syndrome and hoping that some of our going through it can help some folks later on down the line. I hope so. If we help one person, then it's worth it. Right. We're trying to start off with some uh, some easy topics for us as we as we get better at this. Uh, so tonight's topics that we have are uh, I'm going to do some of the uh, uh, other medical bonuses that you get with your child. These are free of charge. Uh, you know, some things like increased risks of uh, heart defects and whatnot. And uh, uh, Jason, what's your topic going to be? Family. Telling your family and and friends. Right. So we went kind of through our own stories of how we found out. And uh, this would be kind of how you how, how we passed on to our family. And maybe there's some what works and what didn't work kind of stuff there. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, uh, uh, anything going on in your house you want to you want to plug before we uh, before we move on right into our uh, meet? No, well, we are we are eagerly preparing for a Disneyland trip this weekend. Ooh, so very exciting. It's sort of since this will be our second year going, it's sort of turning into a tradition on uh, the Mother's Day weekend, celebrating Eloise's birthday, and um, we we're going with another. Uh, family who has a child whose birthday is like right around the same time as Eloise's. So, and she's in Eloise's preschool. And so, so since it's baseball. Mother's Day, does that mean that mom gets to stay home? <laughs> does she have to go with you? <laughs> no, no, unfortunately not. She gets to maybe have like brunch on Sunday, but uh, uh, we, otherwise, no. It's it's family time. We have not decided what we're going to do for Mother's Day. I, I, I still don't have plans yet. Don't tell Kim. <laughs> oh, she might listen. No, I, I do. I do have some plans, but they're up in the air. We might. We might go up to, to Lancaster to visit her mother, or we might stay here. I haven't decided yet. So uh, I am. I am also, and I got the. I got the okay on this uh, a long time ago. But I'm going to see uh, the Wall concert on Sunday night, Mother's Day night. That's a Pink Floyd thing. Yeah, it's Roger Waters, um, basically kind of with a with a band now um, doing it. But my one buddy just raved about it nonstop. I think he went two nights in a row. Actually, he he went once and he you know he said it was the greatest concert experience that he's ever been. It's very theatrical, I guess, and kind of tells the whole story with all kinds of stage stage you know things going on, movies and all kinds of stuff. So it's supposed to be just a phenomenal show. So he's he's actually going again and he convinced me to go. So. Wow. Uh, no, that yeah, doesn't... weeknight weeknight excursions <laughs> kind of go away. Not only uh, that, that's not something that I'm you know I mean I'm an old classic rock guy, but that's not something I'm quite that interested in. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, honestly, I, he, and then he was down here, I don't know, a few months ago and he made, made me sit and we watched, we watched the movie. And so I, I've been, I've been preparing for this. He's, he's gotten me. You're you know, all studied up. up. You're ready to go, huh? For the show. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, things are going great here. We had some, uh, some visits from some family. Uh, and then, uh, Luke had his IEP, uh, just yesterday. And that's the thing where you sit down and negotiate with the, uh, school, school board or whatever and right. go through what services he needs and his goals and everything boy what a what a process that is but that's a topic for a later episode it hurts, <laughs> hurts my head thinking about it to be honest we're, so is that in in virginia is that always done through the school 
the early intervention services is through the county, and then uh, at a certain age, he switches over to the school district. Right. I'm going to have to do some homework before I can <laughs> truly talk about that. Kim knows it in and out, but uh, I'm going I'm to do my homework before we cover that topic. In fact, I'm yeah, hoping to get an expert. From, you know, similar to California. Maybe we can get an expert in here to give some advice because it's a, <laughs> it's an advocate thing. I mean, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll run you over if they can. Not, not, not that they're, they're all nice people, but they have limited resources and you have to be the squeaky wheel. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, not to go too crazy on it but yeah we've i mean it seems like people get really stressed out about it and and it makes you know i, I understand why but uh, we haven't had too horrible of an experience with it yet but i, I guess we're still doing the ifsp maybe right, it's right, called right which yep. is the, In, the individualized family services plan right Let and so you know, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. We haven't. We'll get to that, man. It hasn't we'll get been to too that. horrible, but yeah, uh, yeah. I know yeah. people, especially um, people with children in, in school age, there's lots of stressing about that sort of thing. One, one, one cool thing is, uh, this is a piece of advice we got. Kim always brings his picture and she sets it at the head of the table. Like it's, and it's a big 8 by 10 portrait. So it's like <laughs> it's like Lucas watching us while we do it. It's awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. Keep, At least you, it's like a, you know. It's all a, about uh, him, man. It's all about him. Yeah, it's humanizing kind of the. All right. Well, that's a happy topic. Let's let's talk about something that's not so happy here and some of the some of the bonuses you get with uh, um, with your child with Down syndrome, some of this medical stuff. I'm, I'm using a book that my wonderful wife gave me. I did some some web research and there's there's a lot of stuff out there. But uh, uh, this book she gave me is much better. It's called. Uh, Babies with Down Syndrome, A New Parent's Guide. It's the second edition by, doesn't list an author, it must be a group, uh, edited by Karen Stray Gunderson. So, uh, w- you know, our children have a greater risk of certain diseases that uh, or, or defects or whatever that come along with them. And uh, most of them they know about from statistics, so they know what to check your child for instantaneously when you're first born. You know, heart defects is the first one they check for. Uh, and they're, you know, they're very knowledgeable. They've seen most of these problems before. Almost all of them they can fix. Um, but I'm going to give some stats on that. So, you know, you, uh, did you get by without any of these, Jason, the heart defects? Um, yeah, any of the, the serious ones. Um, right. Dexter actually just uh, went to the endocrinologist uh, last week or the week before um, because his thyroid, his TSH reading was high which means his thyroid is is a little bit um, underperforming. Yeah, I'm, I'm so he just <clears throat> so he just started taking um, some thyroid medicine in the last week or two. Yeah, um, we, we 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 take all that too, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. so but but heart defects isn't that many heart defects? No heart defects. No. As far as I'm concerned, this is one of the most serious ones. Uh, it's about yeah. forty to forty five percent of babies have a heart defect. Uh, Luke actually has a small one. Uh, it's not operable. Um, my nephew Joseph, who also has Down syndrome, uh, was born about the same time, and he had a more serious one, and they did an operation. Uh, I don't want to say that it was not a big deal, but uh, it may have put him back a few months in development because you know it was he was uh, bedridden and whatnot uh, in the period right. where he could have been learning, and he does have this kind of interesting lump on his on his chest where obviously where the operation occurred. But boy, I don't know; those guys are magicians because uh, he came out fine and it's all fixed and. You know, it's like they opened up the hood, and now he's running like a top. So, 
That's uh, great. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to say that there's not children out there that this doesn't work well for, but for the most part, I think they do a good job of this. They, you know, they, they, they know it's a possibility. They'll check your child when he's born. And if it's something that needs to be operated on they're they're prepared to do it. Um, so anyway, so that's one, uh, he, Luke, Luke may need to get an operation when he's, when he's older. Um, but I'm, I'm praying that, uh, his, his particular VSD that he has never gets any worse. So sometimes they can hear it. Sometimes they can't. <laughs> that's good. That's See, yeah. I hope, I hope you, yep, everything you, is good there. You mentioned uh, thyroid and that seems to be associated with a kind of a child's general energy level. You know, like, uh, I think, um, let me see with our children, there's a certain, let's see, they have, uh, um, a low muscle tone and, you know, if you can get them, you know, uh, excited and, uh, active, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll play really hard. And I think that's good for their muscles. And I think a little bit of that is tied to the thyroid. Um, and they test that and I don't know that there's a proven link, but, uh, we take thyroid medicine to keep him in the normal range as well. It works well because you fit it right inside a Cheerio and he takes it every morning. Yeah, yeah. We're he, Dexter was was very used to waking up and eating, and so the last few mornings have uh, he's finally got come around to having to wait about an hour after he takes the, the medicine to to really eat. But uh, it's supposed to be empty stomach his medicine. And so the first few times he was he was not very happy towards the end of that hour. He was very hungry boy. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned this, the, you know, that he went into the, because um, he couldn't poop, right? So this is gastrointestinal right. problems. It says 10 to 12% yeah. chance uh, have a congenital malformation. Again, that's something they fix with an operation, uh, and it's generally uh, something they can do without too much problem. Again, you just have to know that it's happening, which is why they watch him so closely. Uh, the other one is respiratory problems. You know, their uh, passages are smaller. Uh, you know, their mouth and their nose and their, and their coughing sometimes has to do with their, uh, lower muscle tone. It's harder to get the phlegm out and whatnot. Uh, and it said that this used to be a bigger problem, but now that they, with modern antibiotics, they don't have, uh, they don't have too much trouble. They do have problems sleeping. Uh, a lot of them have sleep apnea and we just recently went through the recommended sleep test. Oh, this was awful. Um, oh yeah, I can imagine. You know, they had to hook all of this stuff up to him. So he looked like a cyborg. Uh, you know, with this little glue in his head and on his uh, on his feet, and then he had an actual um, thing that hung down in front of his mouth that would test his um, uh, carbon monoxide or carbon dioxide exhaling. And he had to sleep with all the stuff on. Uh, without the movie Cars, thank you to Disney Pixar, uh, we would never have gotten through that. But uh, <laughs> he sleeps like a rock. I knew he slept like a rock, but we had to do the test anyway. Again, just based on statistics, a lot of them have problems sleeping. And again, you. You want these children to be up during the day when they need to be learning. You don't want to miss any of that early age when uh, they're sponges and they're learning so quickly. You, you don't want to miss any of that. So uh, they, right. th another one is hearing. Uh, you know, they, they, they check their hearing because if they can't hear, then they can't learn how to talk. And they can't learn as fast. So uh, they have very small ear tubes. So uh, if there's any sort of uh, ear infection or fluid, it can affect their ability to hear. And again, that's that's something they they keep their eye out. Luke had tubes for a while, um, but uh, they 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 check that very carefully, and they'll give them antibiotics for any sort of ear infection to try to clear that up right away. Yeah, yeah. Dexter has tubes too. He he got them. Ah, it's, it's been almost a year, probably ten months ago, and he he didn't he never had any infection or anything, but he was starting to get some fluid, and 
and we just said, you know, let's do it because yeah, we didn't want to inhibit the hearing speech development at all. So, and it was it was relatively painless for for me anyway. <laughs> he, he he seemed <laughs> to handle it very very well though. And they are troopers, aren't they? I'm yeah, they're they're pretty tough. It's amazing. I mean, uh, he's you know he's really working on crawling now, and just the just the effort that he puts out to, to crawl around and, and we had PT this morning, you know, and, and, you know, he was working out for, you know, an hour, 45 minutes or an hour. And, and, you know, just to, just to be able to crawl around, you sort of take it for granted. At least I do. I was thinking about it with, with Eloise, you know, she just kind of, just kind of started to crawl and just kind of started to walk and, you know, all this stuff just, just sort of happened. And, and you don't think about, Right, you gotta, you gotta take a lot of these things steps and, that go and, into and, it, and, you know, and and break them down into like, you know, okay, how do you crawl? You know, and you gotta exactly. watch a video online and then say, okay, now move your arm here and move your leg there, and you know, how how do you take your shirt off? This is this is my big thing with Luke. He took his shirt off all by himself, but like, there's two or three different ways you can do it, and which ones are within his capabilities, and yeah, you gotta break things down into smaller steps to. Anyway, I'm I'm moving along here. Uh, vision is the next one. So what about the, they, have they been able to check Dex's vision yet? Yep, yeah, he's he's doing really well. Um, we went not too long ago because Eloise actually had um, eye surgery. She had a strabismus, um, which is basically like a lazy eye. The eye, her eyes were turning in, so she had a surgery on both of her eyes. Um, and so she just went in for a follow up. I think her surgery was on December first. So she just went in for for a follow up not not too long ago, a couple couple weeks ago, and we took Dex in too, and he he got his first checkup and got dilated and all that stuff, and yeah, he said the doctor said it was a very very good right. checkup. It says here seventy uh, percent have eye problems. You know, in general, when you when you see somebody out there with uh, Down syndrome, they almost always have glasses on. Uh, I know you know most of society wears glasses. You wear glasses? I wear yes. glasses. Yeah, so and I, and I, maybe they don't do uh, um, uh, contact so well. I don't really know. But, uh, you know, Luke's eyes are perfect, and he can actually read the letters off the chart. Oh, that's great. My boy rocks. <laughs> okay, uh, but, you know, some of these eye problems, you mentioned your business. Luke has your business as well, and they did that laser surgery. Maybe it's not laser surgery, but uh, they did the little surgery on him, and his eyes got all blood red. <laughs> did this happen mm-hmm. to you? Right. Yeah. He looked like the devil for like a week and a half. It was awesome. <laughs> Uh, but again, they they you know they fix it. Uh, astigmatism, cataracts, the type of things that normal people have, they're just they happen at a higher frequency uh, than 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 most children. So you got to watch out for that as well. I, I listed thyroid problems along with uh, gastrointestinal, but it's actually its own separate one. It says up to fifty percent of, uh, of adults with Down syndrome have hypothyroidism. That's not enough of whatever the uh, um, enzyme that comes out of your thyroid is. It's only serious, you know, if uh, um, it's left undetected or untreated, you know, but they, you know, they test for it. They have the range that it needs to fall into and, and, and bam, they give you the stuff um, to fix yeah, it. Yeah, very, so. very correctable. Um, Colette actually, actually pretty much all of the women on her, her side of the family um, have hypothyroid problems. Colette actually had her thyroid removed. Uh wow, it's I guess it's been almost ten years. So she had hypo or hyper? Isn't there one where you, where hypo, you generate too much? Yeah, hypo. Too 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 little. She had basically she had thyroid cancer. Oh, basically. okay. So, you said they so, removed it, so I thought maybe she had too much. 
No, so it was removed. It basically wasn't doing anything and was um, had some some cancerous cells. So oh, that's, that's kind of scary. So so do her and Dex take uh, thyroid pills together? Yep. Well, <laughs> I think Claude takes hers at night. Dex doesn't. You should get a discount on it, man. You should, you should you should totally get a discount. <laughs> I think Dex's are a little bit uh, less uh, strength. Yeah, hopefully they're they're matched to his body weight, which is you know. Uh, one of the scary ones, this is one that really scares me a little bit, is leukemia. Uh, we had a little girl in our in our Down syndrome group here in Richmond that uh, she died about a year ago. Her name was Lois. What a wonderful little girl. I think she was maybe two or three. Oh, very sad. Very sad. But, uh, you know, it doesn't happen that often, but it's about 15 to 20 times higher than in the general population. So in the general population, you know, it's it's quite a small chance. But in Down syndrome, it's, you know, 15 times higher. So still probably not in the percentage levels but it does it does pop up more often for our children than others i hate to say yeah, yeah we're sort of on on the lookout for that i guess right. the last time the last blood work that dexter had it was a little high but he was also sick at the time too so you know we we basically have another blood test that we have to do in a couple of months just to just to make sure yeah it's really the only one on the list that truly scares me you yeah, know, that's the one you can't recover from. Well, you can, but the one that could be that that you know could be fatal. So, right. Yep. God bless anyone going through that. God bless anyone with any of these uh, these other heart defects. Um, I don't want to make light of them, but I do think science has done has done wonders to date in that arena. So, there you go. If you have any questions, send them to us. We'll make sure they get to an expert. Um, what do you say? There, chasing any 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 you want to throw in there? Um, I know you touched on the, on the low muscle tone. Oh, I had one and, other one. Go, go ahead. I'll, I'll put my, yeah, it's just that, that one, I, even still, I'm, I'm confused by that one just because it, 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 it doesn't mean that his muscles aren't strong. It, it's, you know, honestly, I, I, I don't even know how to describe it. I'm trying to, trying to look online here to see if I can find a good definition of exactly what low muscle tone means, but but um, you can you can sort of feel it like when when you pick up Dexter and he almost kind of slides out of your out of your hands. Yeah, they're just a uh, little floppy. Yeah, it's yeah. a bad word. Floppy's a bad word, but you know it's a bad word. But but that's that's you know that's kind of the best. That's what it is. <laughs> of of how it how it feels and it's it's what does it say here. You know what my answer to to low muscle tone is? This is gonna. This comes directly from me. This is not. I am not a therapist. I know very little <laughs> other than the fact that I have one child. I have yeah. Do we give that that we are not experts? All right. We need to um, do that caveat disclaimer. Uh, right, I do have three children, but only only one has Down syndrome. And my solution to low muscle tone is plenty of wrestling on the bed. <laughs> Seriously, That's man, good. you use all those muscles that you don't normally use. You get the endorphins going. Uh, you know, you're, 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 you know, Dex is a little small yet, but, uh, I, I think it's absolutely wonderful. I think it's good for him. Definitely. I, I, I agree. We haven't, we haven't wrestled much yet, but, but I, I was, I was very, um, I don't want to say rough, but with Eloise, I, I was, I was, I was, I don't know. I, I guess rough is the right word when she was a baby. I would toss her around and flip her over around and all kinds of stuff on the bed right and she loved it and, oh, yeah. and you know i'm just waiting for dexter to 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 reach that stage where we can 
Well, you can you can see how you can see how excited it gets them. You know, like yeah. some of the things you know they can do, but they have to be motivated. And you know, when they're wrestling, you know, pulling daddy's hair is very exciting. <laughs> yeah, no, it's awesome. Okay, uh, one oh the other thing I wanted to add to this topic is more of an end of life thing, but uh, uh, our children have a, a much 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 higher chance of getting Alzheimer's disease later in life. Yes, you know their uh, um, life expectancy has gone up a lot over the last. You know, it's just been it's been constantly going up, and mm. uh, so they're finding this more and more. And basically, if they live long enough, all of them get uh, um, Alzheimer's to some degree or another. And I'm thinking you know, again, this is something that's changing, and there's not that much data, but maybe in the 30s or the 40s. You know, when we're used to you know in the 50s or 60s, this stuff happening. So uh, uh, hopefully. Uh, they're, you know, and I know they're working on Alzheimer's drugs, and I, I know this is linked to Down syndrome research, and we can have a whole research episode, but uh, that's something I, I hope they're working on because we're gonna hit that later in life, buddy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and actually, right, right here in our backyard, they are uh, is uh, Dr. Mobley, and and he is um, he is one of the leading uh, researchers with Down syndrome and Alzheimer's, and the the links between and and kind of overcoming. They're definitely connected. That. What we don't want is for Dex to later in life get uh, uh, Alzheimer's and Colette to get it at the same time and you guys to have them be taking not only their thyroid medicine together, but, you know, their <laughs> medicine together. And you'll have to remind them because, you know, they'll have Alzheimer's. I know. <laughs> Let's hope none of that happens, bud. I hope not. All right. that's uh, That wraps my topic, bud. Well, that was quick. Let's I'm ready for you to uh... take the reins. Oh, yeah, I'm fast. I hope you're taking notes. Luckily, we recorded it. <laughs> we did? <laughs> you can play it for yourself anytime you like, and it's free. So so my topic is um, telling, telling your family. So I guess in a lot of families, that can be a, a, a tough, tough, um, right. tough this, thing to this, do. This is, an ex- this is an extension of last week's topic. Where we talk yeah, about, you yeah, know, how, it is. It's how, sort of, sort of picking up. Right. We we talked about how picking. we dealt with it, and this is how you, uh, you know, pass it on. Right, and um, you know, I I think uh, I mentioned this last week, but but when I I think in between when I found out uh, there was a possibility that Dexter had Down syndrome uh, when the neonatologist told me, and then I think before I. Well, walked up to tell Colette and, and he was there. I, I, right, you called, I called my mom yeah. and, you know, I, I had to talk to someone at that point because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know whether to tell Colette and, and I was kind of freaking out sort of, um, because, because all of that Dexter slowing his breathing and people coming in while Eloise was in the room um, you know, so she was sort of freaked out and Colette was freaked out. And, um, so, so I don't think I mentioned this last week, but when Dexter, Dexter was born, um, a lot of pretty much all of Colette's really good friends she works with. And, um, during that week, her, almost her entire work was, was in New York city for, for a show, um, that they go to every year. And, um, it's the, you know, the big toy fair in New York city. So, so we, we kind of had no one at all 
local. So we don't have any local family or anything like that here. So everyone who could or would help out to watch Eloise was pretty much out of town. So we kind of were. That's harsh. Yeah, we didn't know what to do. And that that was sort of my. Where where, where are you and Colette's parents? Are they nearby or? Uh, Colette's parents are in the Albany area. Um, Albany, New York? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, Colette grew up in uh, Rensselaer, New York. Wow. And uh, she went to Russell Sage, oh. right down the street from, from RPI. Yes, like, I, I, I grew up there as well. Don't worry. Yeah, I know. Um, and my parents live in South Carolina now. So they're retired and they've moved to South Carolina. They're, but a, way, I grew they're, up in, they're a ways away, but available by phone. Yes. And my mom is awesome. She comes out at least a few times a year um, to to help out and watch kids. And I think she gets run to the ground while she's out here and has to go and recover for a well, couple since, months and since, then come back. Since I'm only in Virginia, I'm going to have her come up here instead. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Because I could use the help, man. <laughs> yeah, you don't have um, family local either, do you? No, no. So, Mrs. Kosky, if you're listening to this, it's Richmond. It's very nice. <laughs> My children are very well behaved. Please come visit. So, how did you tell her? I mean, you know, I guess the, her. Or you just blurted it out because you know you weren't you weren't ready for that. Yeah. No, I just you know, I had said, no specific uh, strategy in mind. You just said, "Mom." Yeah, I just said, "Mom." I just talked to the doctor, and he said, "You know, there's a chance that Dexter has Down syndrome," and she. Uh, you know, honestly, I'm not even sure what she said. I, I remember she said, well, but I don't, I don't see it in his face. Cause you know, I'd already taken a couple pictures and sent them out, you know, and right. she of course and had I, agonized over, I'm sure, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So Dexter, I, I, I have a, a younger brother, but he doesn't have any kids. So Dexter Eloise was her only grandchild at the time. And Dexter was the second. So Number two, you know, first boy, still, right? Yeah. First boy, you know, still, still pretty, pretty new. To the to the grandmother. Um, sure, my son's my my son's like the tenth, so you know they were like, "Oh, you got another one? That's awesome! Send us a picture." <laughs> no, my my parents were big about it, but it's not the same. I understand. Yeah. So so I told her, and and you know she said that, and and she was um, scheduled to come out to visit. Uh, I don't know, a week or two weeks maybe later. So Dexter was a, a little bit more than two weeks early. So she wasn't. She was going to come out to visit. Um, she had a plane ticket, but it was not for a couple of weeks. Um, so the one thing I said was like, "Listen, you know, can you can you change your plane ticket and and come out early?" Because you wanted stay, you wanted someone to for watch as long as possible to watch Eloise, so that you guys could uh, you could research and you could talk about it and you could adjust and you could you know. Yeah, and just to just to have another person here to to you know, kind of go through it with, um, to share. The, to, so she did to I share the she love, did, man, you know? Yeah. I think the love. Seriously. It's a new baby, man. Yeah. Yeah. The question was, how did she react? You said she reacted. You said she, well, she said she didn't see it, but after she knew it was real, you know, was she full of positive statements or did she, did she cry? What did, how did she react? Uh, I think she cried a little bit. Um, you know, I think we all did, but, um, yeah, she's been nothing but great, nothing but very supportive. You know, I, I know that, that, um, 
there are some family instances where you know obviously our parents are are older and and the generation that they grew up with you know children with down syndrome were were institutionalized and yeah, they, were, they were definitely perceived differently yeah there was you know a huge huge change in perception in the last couple of generations so so you know i think a lot of a lot of people um have have problems with that their parents are are you know i don't i don't know i i can't i can't really say because i didn't have this problem but but it's certainly not as not as easy i guess as it was for me to tell my family yeah i i and i i stressed about it and i i look at it like like with myself it was a certain period of time it took me to adjust and and i had you know i had the luxury of of knowing it it, it, it in, in advance and uh, mm-hmm. you know knowing it in stages of it's possible and it's likely and then it's for certain uh and then when i passed that on to my family they had to do the same thing you know their first reaction is you know uh probably you know hard for them to take and then you know, once they get past it and they realize what's going on then they're incredibly supportive and some people take longer to get past that first phase than others yeah and, and, and so the question is for our listeners is how to tell people to minimize that time. You know what I'm saying? Right. I almost think it's better if they get it in some sort of, and this is going to sound impersonal, but like an email or even I guess maybe a regular letter or something like that so that their initial reaction they can have, you know, offline, if you will. And then when they talk to you, they can already have kind of adjusted themselves and then they can already be past that phase. Because, you know, I, I went through the beginning phase and I don't want to hear anybody else's. <laughs> I just talk to them after they're over it, to be honest. Uh, so that's my thought on that. Yeah. Um... You said you sent out an email, like you mentioned how, you know, uh, how, how my brother Matt found out and how I found out. Uh, how did that go? Um, so... So I, so I did, I did the, the call my mom thing and, and she came out almost immediately. I don't think she could book a plane ticket that day or the next day, but she got one the following day. So she was out, you know, within three days of Dexter being born. Go mom. Um, yeah, it was, it was unbelievable help. And also, um, Colette sort of did the same thing when, when, she found out, you know, when, she, when the doctor told her, she talked to her sister, who was also supposed to come out um, very soon as well. I think maybe the following week or, or the week the week after, it, her and my mom were supposed to have kind of a back-to-back visits, I think. Um, but so then her sister changed her plane ticket. Colette's sister is about, I think, only about a year older than her, maybe a little over a year. So... So they're very, they've been very close. They're, they're very close, um, in age and, and they're, they're very close. Yeah. How did she react? She was very supportive too. Yeah. Very, you know, I, I, you know, I think she was pretty sad. I, I, I wasn't there, you know, when she, when Colette told her, but, um, right, uh, see, that's the, it's, the, it's the initial reaction. I think that's the telling one, you know, and then once, you know, once you told your mother or once, once one person in each family knows, then I'm sure it, it, it travels in the grapevine on its own. Yeah, and then That's people true. have the chance to adjust before you speak to them. Like all my brothers and sisters knew through my parents, and then yeah. uh, you know when I talked to them, they already knew, so they had their moment, you know, to to do a little research on it, like we talked about, and to and to get their thoughts in order before. 
Right, to kind of let it sink in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so Colette told her sister, um, and she basically changed her plane tickets. And I think she came out just about the same, I think the same day as my mom. So then, so then we went from having, you know, very little support to having all, you know, my mom and Colette's sister and, and our nephew who is, oh, maybe 15 or so. He came out with, with, um, with, um. Colette's sister and and he you know he hung out at the house most of the time played xbox but he watched the dogs you know took them for a walk and kind of did did random house things so it was it was great to have all three uh of them out here to to just kind of bring a bring a sense of normalcy back to to life i guess and and do some running around you know take eloise to preschool pick her up make dinner, you know, all, all that stuff, just awesome, the kind man. of Absolutely. The normal thing. So it was, it was, it was, it was great to have them come out. Absolutely. It, it made things, it kind of, you know, so, when, when I went to pick them up from the airport, it was, it was, it was good. It was like a, you know, visit from family and, and it sort of, sort of brought things into perspective, I guess, a little more. So did you have any experiences where you told people and they reacted poorly? Um, because if you catch somebody off guard, you know, you can get somebody to say something, something not so appropriate. No, I don't think so. Um, I, uh, like you said, I didn't, I didn't tell people in person mostly or on the phone, like live, you know, I didn't have a live interaction with telling them. There was a few people that I did at work and actually, uh, one of the guys that I talked to at work, you know, he said he, he's an older guy, you know, probably uh, 20 years or so older than, than me. And he said, Oh, you know what? My son is an adult and he has down syndrome. And, you know, and he, then we talked about it for an hour or more probably. And, and it was great. You know, it was like, Holy cow, this is awesome. You know, I'm right. It's, it's this is what I need to hear. Like, that you know, people have right. it's, lives. It's, it's way more common than you think. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's and a lot of was, people out there. Yeah, and it was good. But you know, I what what I didn't know, what I didn't know, I didn't know what to do. Like I didn't want to say. Everyone said, you know, oh, everyone knows you have a baby, right? But not everyone then knows that that your baby has Down syndrome. So. Everyone says, you know, oh, how's your how's your boy doing? How's that boy? You know, and I just right. I would just say he's yet? doing great. He, you know, you know, he's doing he, great. Yeah, he's in the NICU, yeah. but you know, everything's going great. He's doing great, and um, you know, I didn't. It didn't just didn't seem like I didn't want to just blurt out and say it at the time, because it 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 was certainly weighing on my mind, but. Um, Right, but people, you know, people ask you about milestones. Oh, is he walking yet? How's the potty training? You know, and they're being nice. You know, they they're just showing interest in in, in you and your family, and uh, you know, some of the milestones we don't hit on time here and there, yeah. compared to uh, to to other children. So sometimes you you know, oh, no, he's not potty trained yet. But you know, and I I have to decide whether to say, well, you know, he's, yeah, he's, he's on the Down syndrome chart, he's doing fantastic. Right. <laughs> it's like people are so competitive with their children, but you know, he's my third child, so I don't really I don't really sweat it much. Yeah, uh-huh. and you know we're not, we're kind of just getting there because Dexter's just over a year, so things sort of are are you know a, a month or two late, 
when you're less than a year is really you know kind of common right. for, the, for typical children or or right. children with down syndrome so it's but as you, know, know, as, as you go on the delays you know they seem more significant just because yeah know, over yeah you know, if, you're, if, you're, if you're 20 percent behind at a year it doesn't seem like anything but you know three years you know you're a half a year more behind in, in certain things and and uh you know people start to notice so, so okay so here's the question so when you're out somewhere you you know you take them all to the park or you take them somewhere and people you know hold them and talk to them or whatever yeah and i have this trouble a little bit i'm not sure who notices and who doesn't notice as a baby, it's got to be, it's much more difficult. I'm sure a lot of people don't even realize. Yeah, I, I suppose that's probably true. Um, and, and, you know, honestly, I have not had a, an uncomfortable or negative experience at all with Dexter in public. And, 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 you know, we, we, I mean, he goes everywhere with us and he, you know, I've, don't want to say I flaunt him around, but he's certainly just there. You know, I don't try to hide. Well, plus, anything. you know, he's a superstar. You know, he's your baby. You know, you're you're excited. Yeah, no, he's awesome, and 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 he's so much fun to to have around. Um, he's starting to to get his personality and and everything. So it's 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 great. Yeah. So so we had this scene at the at the bus stop. You know, uh, there's the little congregation of other moms at the bus stop with all the kids that go to elementary school. I have two go to this particular school, or at least they did at the time. And one of the other ladies, wonderful, wonderful lady, actually is a pediatrician. I don't know if she's a pediatrician. She's a physician of some sort, right? Uh, and I know, you know, Kim would bring him down there, and I know this woman was wondering... <laughs> Like, like she thought there might be a, and I don't really, I don't really know this. This is all, could all be in my head, but I'm picturing this lady thinking, do these parents even know this child has Down syndrome? Cause I can see it. Cause you know, she was a physician. I'm sure she knew this. Right. But we, you know, obviously we knew, but, uh, I thought it was, it was, you know, you're looking at people like, you know, do you know, do you know? <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, but you know, when I, you know, with Luke, when I take him places and he walks and talks and whatnot, I'm sure everybody realizes it now. Um, Maybe, you know, maybe at first glance they don't, but uh, maybe some, you know, other kids, maybe they don't realize. Um, but no, I don't, I don't, I don't take much notice of it. Once in a while I look at people and I'm like, okay, that person figured it out. That person is not, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, just, and I think, it's I just think, a fun um, exercise. It doesn't really have any bearing. Yeah, but, but you do do it. And, you know, I, we did, I mean, I, I do that too. I, I wonder, you know, oh, do they know? But it's not, it's certainly not something that, that affects anything I do. It doesn't. No, at all. No, it's it's just it's. I, I wondered if you did it as well because I, I look. Yeah, at I think you know. I I don't know. Yeah, definitely. We I do it, and and I don't know if it's common or not. But so, what are your plans for telling uh, Eloise? I don't know. I mean, you know that that was sort of my uh, my question for you actually was because I know you have two older kids and i'm not sure i'm not sure what their ages were um what their difference in ages were i guess well, they're, are they're, they're 11 and 9 now and he's three and a half so i guess uh you know six and eight or so somewhere in that range they okay, were so at they the were time, definitely yeah. older than than eloise is now she's um, four is that right she's four yeah she just turned four yeah so you haven't told her you haven't really even thought plans for it or no, I mean we haven't, like we haven't said anything. I'm sure she picks it up, though. Yeah, I'm sure she picks some things up. I mean, she definitely knows that 
that Dexter goes to therapies and, and you know some teachers come over to the house and but for all she knows you did all that with her too that's that's probably true you know it's it's she's so sharp and she I, honestly I, I'm, I wonder if she has a photographic memory because she does not forget anything too so so I just that, that's kind of one of the things that you know I don't want to I don't want to mess up the telling to her because because you because because she'll be replaying it to herself for the next you know 40 years yeah, <laughs> yeah. i wouldn't i wouldn't sweat it too much but no uh, i don't yeah I know. it's it's definitely and and in the first you know in the first i don't know two weeks a month whatever the first blur time of of after dexter was born you know that was that was one of the the huge things on my on my mind you know it, the two things were you know what is down syndrome and how is this going to affect us and how and the other one is how is this going to affect Eloise and and you know and basically you know since then everything that i've heard is is great you know families with down syndrome are are happy there's some you know um study i think that you know 99% of of siblings and families with down syndrome are are happy or you know glad that they have their there's, child there's no doubt, or something. Man. We, I forget we, this. We stats. totally it's, rock. <laughs> yeah. Our families rock. <laughs> yeah, and so you know, you you kind of learn this over time that 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 um that it's not a big deal basically. So, so we we did finally tell the kids. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he was a year old or so, uh, and it was a, it was incredible. Kim and I talked about how we we're going to do it. And like I said, we're engineers. We we, we plan everything out, and uh, we may even have done some research and, and read a book or whatever. Uh, it turned out to be completely anticlimactic. <laughs> and they already knew something was going on. Obviously, you know, they were in elementary school. They have those kids at school. You know, they all sit at a different table, and they and they have inclusion, and then they so sometimes they have them in the classroom. Uh, and I, you know, I think my older son, you know, my older, my, 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 my son already knew, uh, but you know, we talked about what it meant and, and how he might, you know, need a little bit more stuff and, uh, uh, more teachers and whatnot, and that they might have to look out for him a little bit more than most. But other than that, it wouldn't be a big deal. And they were like, okay, let's do something else. <laughs> that was it. It, was just, it really yeah. wasn't a very big deal. Yeah, I, I, I can, I see that. I can see that. Once in a while, they'll pop in and ask something, you know, like from the back of the car when you're not sure they're listening to, you know, to you and your wife talk, mm. and you're like, oh god, they're listening to the whole thing, you know, and, and they'll and they'll make some sort of astute comment. You'd be like, wow, okay, uh, I guess you really do know what's going on, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in the and and both my older children are absolutely fantastic with them. So that's gonna fit into my to my moment of the week as well. So. Yeah, that's great. And, and, you know, everything that I've read is, is sibling and everything that all the therapists and doctors and everything have said are siblings are the best teachers, therapists, um, role models, you know, you name it for, for the, for the child with Down syndrome. Mine are actually for rent. So if you need to borrow them, they're they're all pre-trained. They know how to do the, uh, the different therapies. Uh, you know, they know how to talk slowly. They know they're the, the visual learners. I'm t- sorry. I, that, I would. I'd probably rent them out. They're good. Okay, so we That's were gonna. Good. Yeah, so, maybe start a little, uh, you know, side business. Sure, man. Let's make some money. Child, this. child labor. All of the proceeds would go to, uh, um, you know, Down syndrome research. 
So we were gonna segue this. Are you ready to segue this? Um, yeah. So I, we didn't. I, I mean, we we briefly mentioned the email, but so I mean, I sent oh, yeah, out a, email. an email to friends, basically my closest friends and family, um, saying, basically telling a, a, a brief story. I'm not sure if I have it here. I could probably find it, but um, and just saying. You know, this is a this is a huge shock to me, and we are so unprepared. I mean, I, like you, you always say you're an engineer, and I, so I'm an engineer too, and I like to be prepared for things, and I like to I like to to know as much as I can about something um, that's going to happen. Um, and Colette is a is a preparer as well, and so this just just the the uh, unknown. And the lack of information that we had, because it was a, a surprise, you know, at birth, um, was kind of the hardest thing to deal with. I, and I, so I, I, in, I can't imagine. I can't commiserate with you. I, you know, like I said, we, you know, we knew. And uh, uh, no, I, I, I feel for you, buddy. I, I can't even imagine the shock. I'm sure, you know, a, a lot of people, probably more than half, go through things that way. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know what the stats are, but. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, you 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 went through the same thing basically, but it, it's it was just a, it was spread out a little further. But you talk about yeah. Kim and I being engineers. You know, we had that decision of whether to do the amniocentesis to uh, confirm it, and we just you know we just had to know because we yeah. we are engineers and we and we like to prepare for things like that. So yeah, that was the one decision that uh, I don't know if I could go back and change or whatever. But that was I, I we 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 both felt a little iffy about that one. Yeah. So, okay, so, so you sent the email. The so, how, so how how did people respond to the email? People sent all sorts of um, links and and well, so you know, Matt Matt put me in touch with you, and that was that was really great. Um, I have another uh, a friend who has a, a younger brother, I believe, um, with Down syndrome. Um, uh, the friend is is my age, you know, so the younger brother is probably by five years younger or something like that. So he's probably 30 or something like that. Um, and so he put me in touch with his dad and, and, you know, I got some information from him. I got some information from friends of friends who are teachers or, you know, right. But the, doctors but, the, but, but, but the telling of people by email worked out pretty well. It did. Yeah, it did. Cause I think it, you know, I think it, it's not, you're not putting people on the spot. You know, people don't know what to say. Colette has a really great, a really great uh, blog post on Downright Awesome. I, I'm not sure if it's the last one or the um, the one before. Right, it's the you know how to you know what what type of response you know is good versus bad or something like that. It's like a it's like how she she was dealing with it and and people didn't know what to say and and then basically one of her really good friends you know called her up and said, "Hi, you know I don't know what to say. What what should I say?" basically is what she said to her and then Colette just kind of you know opened it up and poured it out to her and and you know did it all um you know I don't want to say matter of factly but but without without as much emotion because you know she was just saying what she needed to say and and not trying to you know trying to sugarcoat it or whatever for for anyone all right, so if we were to sum this up into things that we recommended were, you know, uh, I don't know, 
it's okay to call somebody right away and just blurt it out, particularly close family. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I have to because that's what I did. <laughs> well, you need a vent, you know. Uh, you know, I, and I and, and I did something similar to that as well. And then, uh, you know, uh, I think it's nice that uh, uh, within each family group, there's kind of a dissemination of that, and uh, for people to get over their shock period before you talk to them, you know, and, and not catch those initial reactions every time. I'm not interested in that. I don't know about you. Yeah. And, now, and, and and you know, if if I was on the receiving end, I probably would prefer it that way as well. Yeah. I think, you know, it's just a, it's just a, it just gives you time to prepare, I guess, and, right, and right. learn and not say things. I mean, that was one of the first things I did too. It was like, is it down syndrome, down syndrome? Is there an apostrophe? Is the S capitalized? Like, right. how, you a, know, how, what do you do? How there's do you, there's how an do you etiquette to the whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, some people like, will say, and let's go through this because I think it's important. Uh, I think you say a person with Down syndrome. You don't say, yes. oh, you know, whatever. And and I, I like I, I don't think I really care or whatever. But I definitely hear it when people when people refer to it in a in a not so great way. Um, yeah, yes. it, and, and it makes people awkward because they you know they don't want to say something wrong. Uh, and uh, obviously we don't we don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. But it's there. So I I, I like the email approach because it gives people a chance to prepare. Uh, I suppose Facebook Facebook would be the same kind of thing. Although I'm not a Facebook fan. Yeah, and I did the Facebook thing, you know, I, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks after I did the very close friend interaction thing, um, you know, kind of when I was more comfortable and confident with it um, myself, you know, because um, Facebook, you're just kind of posting it out there for everyone to see. And with, a, you know, friends, I kind of picked and choose who I sent it to and and received great feedback, and and so this is this is sort of a segue too because um, the the link or the, the story that that almost everyone who had anything to do with Down syndrome um, pointed us to was was Kelly Hampton's uh, birth story that she had on her blog. Um, this is the author story. of uh, of Bloom. The author of Bloom, which is, I don't know, tearing up the charts. It I sure think. is, man. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And this is and a beautiful segue. Can I compliment you on this segue, Jason? This is awesome. Thanks. Yeah, you rock, buddy. Just, just came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> you actually met this woman. I did. Yeah, she is a fantastic lady. Yeah, I guess if you live in California, you get to meet all these famous people. I guess I got to move out there. <laughs> She's from Florida, actually. Oh. But I have an, an awesome wife who, who works for a toy company and, um, you know, to highlight and celebrate the, the different children out there, um, she came up with the, a campaign called Everybody Plays and um, convinced Kelly Hampton to come out and be the guest uh, photographer for the photo shoot for all the products and and basically all of the marketing documents and pictures and stuff for this for this campaign and so she came she came out um i think it was in october and um colette spent pretty much every waking moment of a couple days with her they they actually toured um dr mobley's research lab together oh we want to hear about Um, that in another episode too man yeah, definitely. Colette has a lot of a lot of good stuff 
from that. Um, so you met her. She was nice. You know, I met her. You, yeah, we you, went do, out to do, dinner. Do you have I your met, own signed copy of Bloom, or, or that wasn't written yet at the time? That was not written. That just came out uh, about a month ago, I think. Um, but so yeah, she came out. She was here with with both her kids, Nella and uh, Lainey. The, her older daughter, who I'm, is... I'm looking at pictures of them right now. Gorgeous kids. My God. Yeah. Either that or it's the photography. I'm not sure which. It's... it's They're they're great-looking kids. And and Lainey and, and Eloise played together um, a lot. They're... I think Lainey's a little bit older than Eloise, maybe a couple months or six months or something. But yeah, it was it was great. And, and Nella is two years old, a little bit, little bit over two. She just had a big fundraiser for her second birthday. Yeah, um, I, heard about that I don't too, know, yeah. a few months ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was she was a phenomenal lady. Uh, we went to dinner. We went to this. It's kind of a family burger joint slash bar type place. Very family friendly though. Um, and and in the in kind of the outside eating area, there's like a. Uh, wooden trolley where the kids play and stuff and and she she just basically kind of watched her in action she kind of took over this trolley with with her kids and and my kids and just all of the kids that were in this restaurant now so there was probably 10 or 12 kids and she just kind of took over this trolley and like had all of this these events and just had all these kids like just she just had them hypnotized to what she was saying and doing. And, you know, there were elves and they were going to the North pole and there were all this crazy <laughs> stories. And so she just, I mean, it was amazing. Imaginative the, play. The it's hold a good thing. that she had on the, on the kids. It was, it was awesome. So, she was, so she was an awesome lady. So the segue here is she's our amazing story of the week. She is the winner of our second annual second <laughs> week, uh, episode, amazing story of the week. Uh, my wife sent me this, just to, to be more specific, this uh, uh, interview she did on All Things Considered on NPR. Uh, there was a part of this that spoke to me where she talks about uh, when she knew she was going to have a daughter, she had these hopes and dreams of the fact that she would have you know two girls and the relationship that they would have and, I don't know, uh, sharing clothes and, 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 and whatnot, trading recipes, she says, and, and all that. And, 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 and the cool thing about it is you know, she mentions stuff that's, that's real. You know, we all had some of these hopes and that, you know, uh, the first, our first reaction was obviously awful and that, you know, obviously uh, we're, we're, we're set and we're, and, and we're clear now. But so she had these hopes and then, you know, now she has a four-year-old and a two-year-old and the relationship is even better than she, than she could have expected, which, you know, is, is absolutely fantastic and awesome. Although my two sisters fought constantly. So maybe later in life, you know, naturally they'll probably <laughs> fight over something, but uh, it resonated well with me because, you know, I have an older son and uh, so he's 11 and Luke is three and a half. And, uh, you know, I, I, I I knew that when we had a third child that we would either have girls or boys and you have like the boys or the girls or whatever. And when we found out he was a boy, you know, I had these thoughts as well, you know, but their, their ages were much, you know, were, were much more separated, but yeah, you know, I have an excellent relationship with my two brothers. Uh, and I hope for the same for him as well. And, uh, you know, honestly, this didn't pop into my mind when we found out he had down syndrome that they wouldn't have a good relationship. Uh, what, what, what did pop into my mind was, my older children are going to be awesome. I'm going to need them, you know, but I think they're going to be awesome. And uh, they are. Uh, you know, Luke and Alex were in the shower tonight. 
uh, Luke is in the showers now. Of course, he has to sit down because otherwise he'll fall. And, and uh, so <laughs> he, he keeps standing up, and I keep sitting him down. Uh, but you know, Alex had the cup, and he kept like uh, he would pretend to drink the water and go, "Oh, this is nasty," and then spray it out. Every time he did, Luke had this complete full belly laugh that was just oh, it was awesome. Uh, they were in there for uh, you know, here we are. You know, don't don't call me. I, I try to be green, but but they must have been in there wasting hot water for a good thirty minutes. <laughs> uh, but at least it was two at once in there. You know, um, there you go. Yeah, and they just they just had a great time. So this story resonated with me. You know, um, I, I think this is a wonderful thing. One of the things that I like about Kelly Hampton and her story, although I I do wonder how she had time to write a whole book. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can imagine, you know, trying to trying to write a book and raise a two year old and a four year old of any type, but uh, she's obviously made of sterner stuff than we are. But her her story... a lot of pictures, you know, a lot of pictures. Okay, okay. So, oh, is, is it is it a cartoon? You know, like uh, like Wimpy Kid. I have <laughs> Kim, Kim has it upstairs. It has a beautiful cover. I can tell you that. Um, but no, what I what I like about this as a as a father of a child with Down syndrome is that it seems to have burst outside of our special needs community and into the greater world at large. And, uh, you know, anything that raises awareness is a good thing. You know, we talked about, I guess, an engineering father, we talked about the fact that uh, uh, from a research standpoint and for a, a, a funding for research, you know, Down syndrome on a per capita basis is way underfunded. So, mm-hmm. you know, any, anything that raises awareness is, is, is good with me. A woman seems awesome. Her children are, are beautiful. Uh, I just think it's fantastic. Yeah, I think it's fantastic, and and you know honestly, I haven't picked up the book yet, but I I I do read the blog. I'm I'm not a, a avid reader, I guess, but I but I try to read it as whenever I can, and I see there's a new post, um, and it's just great. I mean, she just show, she her blog basically just kind of shows that you know it's just basically her and her family leading a normal life. So pretty uh, much. Uh, yeah. you, 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 you'll win co-host of the year award if you convince her to come on this podcast. Oh yeah. I'll give All you, right. I, I will give you a dollar. I will gift you a song on iTunes if you can get her to come on this. That would be awesome. Of course. Well, you I would have to pull time. in some favors for that one. On our fledgling podcast. No, I'll wait till, uh, you know, once, once we get up there in episodes, then, uh, uh, we're going to try to do stuff like that. So who's, who oh. knows? Some of these people will, will do this. Some won't, uh, there aren't any other, uh, down syndrome podcasts out there. So we'll have to do it during sweeps week. What's Sweeps Week? That's like the t- when the TV shows throw all their like best you know things out when the ratings when they collect all the ratings for the TV shows. They call it Sweeps Week, and yeah. and uh, you know they kind of bring their best their, their A game out there. They put their A game out there. Yeah, bring them, bring it on, man. We'll take them. We'll <laughs> take them on. We'll take them on. Uh, you know there are. Uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh, that that all of these things, all of these wonderful stories you hear are almost all generated by moms. And, and I know we have, you know, traditional roles, you know, uh, you know, work, working husband versus stay at home mom. And I know that that's not, that's not a stereotype and there's and there's all kinds out there. But almost all the stuff seems to be moms. But Jason and I are here. We're doing our Down Central Radio and we are representing our <laughs> gender. So, you know, dads are cool, too. There was the other dad of the uh, of the son who was in the Target ad as well. He was a cool right, dad. Noah's dad. Noah's dad, right, right. Yeah. So, so we're out there. Yep, Noah's dad. You can come on here anytime too. We need to represent. <laughs> so there you go. That's our amazing story of the week. Uh, you got more you want to say on that, Jason, or you want to move on to moments? No, but if if you're if you're, you know, if you like like you you said you asked me last week, you know, if if um, 
someone is in the hospital and they're going for their walk and they decide to listen to their podcast, what would you tell them? And I, I would definitely tell them to read the, uh, the birth story, read Nella's birth story that Kelly wrote. It's, it's, you know, it, especially if it's a surprise, if, if you didn't know about it, it's, well, um, first they should listen great. to a, many episodes of our podcast and then they should read the book. Well, all right. <laughs> goes I don't, I don't know if we can compete, but, uh, you know, it's hard to walk and read a book at the same time. You can go for your That's walk and true. listen to us. Anyway, I'm just trying to. I'm always plugging, man. Always plugging. <laughs> All right, you got a you got a good moment of the week. Um, it's pretty general, but yeah, I mean, just Dexter is is really starting to develop his his personality. He's he's giggling all the time, and you can push the right buttons and get him to get him to laugh, and and it's awesome. He's just he's. He's crawling around, and so my my moment that sticks out is the other the other night he was um, just batting a ball. He was kind of playing fetch with himself. He was batting a ball and then crawling after it, and then batting it and then crawling after it. And so he basically worked his way kind of around the corner from the living room where I was into like the hallway. And so I was just standing there, kind of folding laundry and and watching him um, do this. And so he was. He was he was sitting up around the corner, like out of my view, and then he he leaned forward and kind of peeked his head around the corner, and I saw him and I said, oh, you know, peekaboo, and then he <laughs> and he like pulled his head back, you know, and then he slowly leaned his head around the corner again and did it again. We were just kind of wound up in this impromptu game, and and it was just awesome. It just kind of that's kinda, fantastic. Kinda that's was, um... uh, uh, a moment that that sticks out where where his you know personality is really starting to show through and kind of the the humor the sense of humor and just the just the kind of um but it's always it's, a, it's, a, a, it's always a, a teaching moment a man toddler it's uh object permanence yeah look that weird guy's still there when i, when I even, <laughs> even though i can't see him he's still there yeah and he's kind of funny looking <laughs> so do you think the first time he looked back because he was worried and uh, that you were out of sight? I don't know. Maybe. No, I don't think so. He seemed pretty, pretty happy. He's playing. not. He's not worried about it at all. I don't think so. <laughs> Tough guy. Okay. Uh, my moment was uh, Luke took his shirt off all by himself. Uh, this was something we've been working on—a kind of a self-help kind of a thing. You know, we finally got through to get his pants down for going potty. Uh, but, uh, you know, getting him to take his shirt off all by himself. It's not that simple. Like you talked about taking something simple and breaking it down. Yeah. There's a couple different ways. You know, you can, you can reach behind your back and pull the whole thing up, but he can't do that. We did the, uh, grab the shirt sleeve with one hand. Well, he has the Owens short arm. Right. Right. That's that's another birth defect. Yeah. We all have it. Uh, T-Rex syndrome. We call it for, uh, having very, very short arms. (laughs) But he was able to pull on one on one uh, short sleeve of his shirt and get his elbow inside, and then uh, it took him it took him almost a full minute. But he was so proud of himself when he was done. We've been working on That's that for awesome. a while. Uh, so yeah, so he he he's able. And and you know they're all about that. Um, some of these huge checklists of all these different metrics that they that they measure the kids on. You know the three year old one, and there's the communication and the socialization and the um, you know. Uh, um, fine motor and gross motor and all the different categories and, and one of the self-help ones is get your own shirt off so check that box that's good that's good yeah you sort of sort of take that stuff for granted and you don't realize how difficult it is but then you 
you know, you really admire and respect them for for the effort that they put into. Yeah. I, I, I recommend hitting the self-help stuff hard because it uh, it makes it easier on you. And, uh, you know, life's hard enough, so the more stuff they can do themselves, the better. Uh, it just takes patience. He, you know, he'll, what he'll do is he'll start to take his shirt off, and then he'll look at me like, help me. You know, like he realizes if he if he delays the whole thing, then I'll get frustrated, and I'll just do it right. for him. You know, he ain't dumb. So, uh, but I don't, you know, uh, uh, generally. And then finally he, he works out both his pants and, and his shirt now. So that was the getting in the shower story. So go Luke. Check another box on his on his uh, super duper super duper chart there so he can do it. That's great. That's awesome. Way to go, Luke. Go, Luke. All right, man. Well, look at that. Two episodes. Uh, we, uh, we haven't posted everything up on uh, iTunes yet. We decided to wait till three episodes. But the website is going to be downrightawesome.com slash something. Slash something. I don't know if we've decided that. It <laughs> it's either going to be Down Syndrome Radio or it's just going to be DSR. It can be that. But if you, if you check uh, Downright Awesome, there will definitely be a button or a, or a post or something. Yep, uh, downrightawesome.com. Downrightawesome.com. Uh, and we'll be down, uh, down Syndrome Radio uh, by the Downright Awesome Dads. Me and Jason. Yes, sir. Representing our gender. And uh, I want to plug my, my other podcast, Engineering Fatherhood, which is uh, Real Dads, Real Brothers, Real Problems. Uh, I did a double tonight, this two episodes, uh, the same wow. night. Yeah. And it's it's pretty late. Yeah, it's 1230 here. It'll be a long wow. day tomorrow. And uh, that's it. So there you go. Everybody have a great week. Uh, say hi to your kids. Kiss your kids for me. I will. You do the same. All right, buddy. Have a great week. Right. Oh, I'm going to play Take the other care. song. Oh, so be prepared. All oh, right, right, right. The big song. Here it comes. Oh, I have the slider all the way down. This is great radio, man. Hang on. Why don't you just sing? I could just sing. You ain't seen nothing yet. All right, here we go. My little boy was born. If I practiced this song every week, it would get much better. said he had Down syndrome. That God created him that way. Oh, I thought his future would be limited. But I was as wrong as I could get. As wrong as I could get. Ooh, and he looked at me with those big brown eyes. And said you ain't seen nothing yet. Listen to it every week is going to be agonizing because every every mistake I made just comes out every single time. That's good. I heard take one. That's right. Could be worse, ladies and gentlemen. Because we figured out the cure. He needs some extra working with. Oh, and some therapy for sure. Oh, it turned out a few extras. Was In my defense, that's a hard chord right there. All that it would take. Ooh. Look at me, big brown eyes. And said, You ain't seen nothing yet. Daddy, you just ain't seen nothing yet. I'm someone no one ever will forget. Daddy, you just ain't seen nothing yet. Ooh.